0: Welcome to Four Guys and a Comic. Ready to feel beautiful? Here's the best looking group of corpses around. Red, Rusty, Tap, and Nova. Grab your designer biohazard suits and welcome special guest, Jeremy Hahn.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of Four Guys and a Comic. This is Tap, and with me tonight, I have my three trusty cohorts, Rusty, Nova, and Red. And we have a special guest interview today, Mr. Jeremy Hahn. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, so for those that don't know, I, I don't know if Jeremy, you may or may not remember. I met you a couple months ago at Kansas city planet comic-con Yeah, and, uh, we were kind of talking and, um, I was telling you that one of our avid listeners, um, uh, wanted to basically wanted me to reach out to you guys due to your work on the beauty. And at the time I wasn't very familiar with the beauty. Um, but I went back to my hotel room that night after meeting you guys and read everything I could. And now I'm completely through like issue eight. Um, on the beauty, and it's a beautiful, fantastic, well done book. So, Thanks, man. Um, you started, so you're the co creator on it. Um, I was reading kind of a little bit about it, and your partner, uh, you guys actually met in your hometown at a comic book shop, is that right?
0: Yeah, we've known each other for pretty much ever. Uh, we had a small comic scene in our town, Joplin, and we both came up in, at this uh, shop. Called the Book Barn, and that was it, w- it. Was just a great place for us all to hang out. You know, the the, the kind of idyllic comic book hangout experience. Um, and just from there, you know, we were two guys that that kind of, as the the store changed and eventually became something else, and none of us really hung out there anymore. We still hung out and had a good time.
1: Very cool. So Jason Hurley is the co-creator on the book with you. Yeah. Um, so is he? So you're doing the art, I'm assuming, is that correct?
0: Uh, I'm do, I did the art on the first six issues, and then uh, we've brought some people in to help out with the second arc. I'll be back again for the third arc for issue 12.
1: Oh, very cool. So what can you tell us about um, your work overall, whether it's the beauty? I know you did a bunch of other stuff for Marvel, DC, IDW, I mean, you, Oni Press, you've been everywhere. Uh, so what can you give us a little story about your history and, and whatnot with the book? Or with your work? Um,
0: Well, I, I, you know, I I came into comics in um, the early 2000s, right? As comic books, in a lot of ways, were really changing. They were going from being um, the real, you know, boom of the early 90s comics uh, had kind of dried up and gone away, and and we were kind of trying to figure out what we were again. Um, They were pretty lean times. interesting times to get into comics. Uh, I got in doing, my first book was a book called Paradigm for Image. Um, it was a black and white, uh, you know, create our own book that I did with another friend. And, uh, we did that book and that led to the next thing that led to the next thing that led to me pretty much working on everything.
2: Um, well, I was just going to ask how, how you and Mr. Hurley came up with the idea for the beauty and um, why, for example, you went to Vertigo to publish it as opposed to going to, going back to Image, which, uh, like you mentioned, you started
0: with. It's it's an image book, dude. It's it image. It's like what, what, are you, what, what are you thinking? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. There we go. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Yes, it actually made just as much sense as you as you thought it would. Um, no. Uh, we. Um, I you know I have been working for. Uh, for DC for a long time. And I always felt like I had like one foot in mainstream comics and one foot in creator on stuff. Um, I have a lot of passion for both. Uh, you know, uh, you guys were talking about Constantine earlier. Um, I, the chance for me to draw John Constantine was a highlight of my career. Uh, I get to do that. I get to do Batman. I get to do Batwoman. I mean, I, there, there were, you know, it, it was a great five years of my life. But there was always this itch, this thing that I had, you know. Just I, I needed to get back. I needed to do create our own stuff. Um, you know, any any of us, we get together creators. We always talk about the list of, of books that we have that we want to tell over time, uh, and that list grows and grows because you constantly have new ideas. And there comes a point in your career where you realize that unless you're just devoting yourself to telling those stories, to telling create our own stuff. You're never going to be able to tell all the stories in your lifetime. And uh, so it was hard for me to decide to step away from D.C. and to go and do the, to do the beauty. But, um, you know, I had to make a decision to do it. And I had to make a decision to do um, the scary thing, I guess. So, you know, we were uh, talking about it, talking about what the next thing might be. I was finishing up. Um, my run on Batwoman, and I had six issues of Constantine that I had to do, and oh, that I love doing. Really, let's be honest. Um, but uh, I knew that I wanted to move into a creator-owned book, and we had done, <clears throat> we had started the Beauty a couple of years before um, at Top Cow, and the way that my schedule worked and everything fit together, I wasn't able. To, we weren't able to finish it there. Um, so we decided that we were going to finish the book and just dove right into it. Uh, image was very, very receptive kind of right now. They are the place that is looking for new, different fun stuff. And, um, the beauty, the beauty for us was kind of a a book that we were scared to tell a little bit. Like we didn't know if we would have what kind of audience we would have. And I think that really at image, if you're scared to tell a story, that's the story to tell because you're doing something that is different and new and uh, pretty exciting. So we opted on, did it, and uh, here we are.
1: Well, thank you for taking that chance because The Beauty is a wonderful, wonderful book. Uh, it's incredibly well drawn. The art in it's amazing. And the new story that you guys are starting with, with the, new, with the second arc um, where you're going, you know, with different characters and different points of view is absolutely phenomenal. Um, if nobody's read it, please go out and get this book. It is, it is epic. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. It's, it's an interesting take on today's, I don't know. How would you describe the book? I guess in a nutshell that.
0: Um, it's a feel good STD story. (laughs) (laughs) That's about right. Uh, uh, well, you know, until you burn up. Um, we wanted us to really do a book that that talked a little bit about human condition about our obsession with looking good um with being a certain way i mean you know hurley and i are definitely not beauties ourselves but you know it's still something that we uh you know in everyday life you see uh we have friends with kids you know young 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 daughters even guys kids that um are hearing, you have to be like this, you have to look like this. And, you know, I I really, I get the idea for the book out in LA. I was um, out there working with Top Cow on a project and we were at a mall and we were having a meal. It was an open air mall. And I was looking out around me and I realized that, that, um, you know, everybody was, was like an eight, you know, like they, everybody there was, was was very very attractive and, and I, I kind of was thinking about like the links that we go to to look good and where where would that end where would that stop you know or would you catch a disease and what if that disease would actually kill you eventually would you still do it and I and I started thinking you know like there's going to be a pretty high pretty high percentage of people that probably would still get it you know just even for a little while. So uh, we made the
1: book.
3: Very cool.
0: So now, I would have to say that your
3: art style is, um, you know, very unique. It's eye-popping, um, really good stuff. What would you say inspired the, uh, the idea for the art
0: for the beauty? Man, doing, doing a book where you have to draw beautiful people all the time it sucks. Like it really. It's just not. Um, I love drawing ugly people. I love drawing monsters and like you know, people with wrinkles and screwed up faces. So, so doing a book where everybody's perfect and they don't have really you know, a lot of lines on their faces and things like that. It's a. Uh, it's it's not easy. It's, but um, I try to tell things in a cinematic fashion. I, I think a lot about movies uh, whenever I'm drawing. But at the same time, you still have to, you know, it's still comics, so you can't be completely cinematic with the way you're telling a story. So uh, I really try to keep one foot in comics and one foot in uh, in in film and uh, just uh, roll with it and have fun and not stress out about drawing all the beautiful people too much.
4: Well, I was going to ask, you know, I've seen you've done a lot of stuff as a writer, penciler, inker, colorist, cover artist. You, you've really done everything. Um what is it um within the comic industry that you think you enjoy doing the most
0: the most uh you know comics is is kind of masochism in a lot of ways uh, <laughs> yeah you know we we have friends that work in advertising that work in video game design that work in film and stuff like that and every once in a while you know I talk to those guys and I'm like you so you, you do this much work and you get paid this much, you're a genius. Um, (laughs) the reason that comic creators, I think work in comics is just ultimately it breaks down to because we love it because we have a need because we, the medium, you know, is, is the one for us. And, um, you know, when I started in the industry, uh, if you would have, you know, if you would have asked me after I finished that one book, you know, like, uh, okay, you got one book out, you know, can you die now? And I would have been like, yeah, I can, I'm happy. Um, but it, it is, it is definitely an addiction in a lot of ways. It's something that, that we just have to do. My favorite part of it. Um, I I've kind of gotten to the point in what I do, and this is, this is a lame answer because I'm going to basically say all of it, but so forgive me, but, uh, <laughs> but it's, the storytelling aspect it's telling a story through pictures and through words so it's that combination for me my my happy spot is when i'm writing and drawing something of my own it's terrifying you know one of the nice things about say working at at dc drawing uh, a batwoman was like you know i'm i'm part of a team but i am still working Within someone's vision, and there's that safety net of editors and stuff like that. There's the brand. Now we're just telling stories as they come out of our heads, and you know, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. You just do what you can and hope. Mm-hmm. But but the storytelling is the most important part for me. It's it's you know, um, I recently uh, you know with with the new arc, with issues seven through eleven. Uh, I handed off my baby, you know, the book to, to other artists. And luckily I, I was able to bring in some of the best guys in the business. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Mike Huddleston is, uh, he did Butcher Baker a few years ago for image. He recently did the epic comic telling of, uh, Guillermo del Toro's the strain and, he did back back in the day he did the coffin this book with phil hester that uh it's if you haven't read that book it's it's mind-blowing just soup to nuts it's it's a beautiful beautiful book but uh mike had a slot in his schedule and i was like hey i've got this thing i want want to do would you mind doing that and so mike came in and just drew the hell out of issue seven and then brett weldley who was uh you know he he's been he's been around and done a lot of stuff but but recently just come back and and really um he he does this this kind of hybrid painted thing and uh it's amazing and then we've got um and and Brett is doing Brett is doing issues 8 through 10 and that's kind of a standalone like uh short arc in there and then issue 11 is going to be another one off uh, that kind of connects the first story and the second story. I don't mm-hmm. want to give away too much about how that happens, but, um, but, uh, Stephen green is coming in to do that. And Steven's new and Steven's going to be a guy that you're going to hear a ton about in the next year. Uh, he just finished up a Hellboy and BPRD story from Mike Mignola. So, you know, Mike picks the best talent. He gets, you know, the James Herons and stuff like that. And, uh, and Stephen falls right in with that crew. Um, so, whenever I I brought these people together, you know, I, I I said it has to be somebody as good or better than I am, and I really feel like all these guys are better, you know, better than I am. They're they're really really solid storytellers. But doing that, there's like a there's a uh, you have to figure out how to get past the. The ego of something like that, you know, like okay. okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let somebody else draw this thing, you know, and, and I'm not going to think about it how I would draw it. I'm just gonna appreciate it, and I don't care if I'm. And taking it back to your original question before my rambling, you know, I don't care if I'm writing something and somebody else is drawing it, or if I'm writing and drawing something, or if I'm just drawing something. It's as as long as I'm telling a story, as long as I feel good about that story. I'm having fun making comics.
2: Now that uh, the beauty's sort of rolling on its way, do you have any other plans for, do you have any other creator-owned uh, books that, you know, you're coming up with in your mind?
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that list I talked about. That, that is a yeah. long list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, um, I am working on my next creator-owned book. Uh, in fact, um, really, like, August and September are going to be very, interesting and hard months for me because I'm drawing number 12 of The Beauty, you know, writing and drawing tw- number 12 of The Beauty, and I'm also working on the second and third issue of my next thing. The, and it's... Uh, I, I've been hinting at it. I've been dropping some stuff on social media about it, uh, little panels here and there. But it's it's going to be probably... It's a it's a different thing for me. It's going to be probably my most ambitious, like like story. I'm working on that um, again with a buddy, uh, Seth Peck. He is one of the guys from our little Bad Karma Collective. Um, he wrote uh, during the Fear itself uh, Marvel stuff. He wrote uh, a Wolverine thing for Fear itself. He did. A few issues of the Uncanny X Men there at the end. Um, it's a fun story. He did a fun story about uh, Daredevil and Domino getting together in the Uncanny X Men, which is kind of hilarious that you know, he managed to. He's, he's like a huge Daredevil fan, and he managed to shoehorn somehow Daredevil into the, the X Men, which I thought was pretty fantastic. But but we're working on this next thing together. Uh, I like I said, I'm working on the second issue now. You know, we got to one, one of the things that Image is doing right now. Um, they really changed the way that that they're building books to make sure that stuff isn't late and i I really have a lot of admiration for that um it's hard you know it's hard you know working that far ahead and you know getting stuff done, but what it does for you guys is it makes sure that we can stay on schedule with books we're doing it with the beauty we're doing it with this new thing um yeah, it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of you know, being big boys and girls, you know, try, actually doing the work. But uh, I, I think now a worth- new thing. Is that is that uh, the realm? Uh, that that is. You're not supposed to
4: be that that quick, dude. How are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it is. It, 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 it is. Well, let's just say it's all over social media already. So it's it, there's no.
0: <laughs> there yeah. You, I, I, I like I like it when I'm like oh I'm being coy. Nobody's gonna see this, and then. <laughs> yeah everybody's like yeah that's what it is isn't it yes it is it's going to be called the realm yes it is uh you know it's 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 something different for me um i i think i take, tend to tell a lot of um you know crime stories or, or kind of you know darker personal stories and this is this is um this is an epic you know it, it's it's a big big story and I really hope that people dig it because it, it's something that I think that I could tell for a long, long time. It could, it could be my Hellboy-length story. So I've seen some of the art
4: that you have for out there. The, the picture with Molly, I believe this is. Yeah, yeah, that is tight. That is an awesome-looking drawing that you got there. Now, I'll be honest with you: the very first image that I had that came into my mind is Michonne from The Walking Dead. Yeah,
0: <laughs> with, with a green arrow flavor. Well, I think that that's uh, I mean she, she, she's one of our leads, and so therefore she, she is machonish in that way and, and you know um, yeah, and uh, she's the character's an archer, and so yeah, I, I, I can see that definitely. I, I think that um, you know she probably smiles more.
4: The- <laughs> that's cool but i'm really looking forward to it looks like it's gonna be really uh good stuff is that is that gonna be through image if may I ask uh yeah i believe so
0: yeah oh, cool yeah so we're 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 excited about it we're you know a little nervous building it but you know yeah it's gonna be fun
1: so as a fan of constantine um and hellblazer the original you know vertigo run uh We actually were kind of discussing this last week on the podcast where I had said the art um, in the original run kind of threw you off for a minute. You know, it's not like what you you typically see, but after a while it just becomes the art for that series and you can't see it any other way. Right. Um, And I have to say, I feel like when you did it for the New 52 run, it very much still, it was a little bit different, but it still captured the essence of the original work. Um, that you saw across the Vertigo series with some of the lines and whatnot. Um, so I will say I, I got to take it back a little bit and say I was a little bit wrong because your art actually did kind of still top that. So very well done. Um, what do you, I guess, were you a Constantine fan prior to getting the work or was it just something where DC offered it to you and you said, yeah, for sure, I'll do it, um, and then you had to read up on it or were you just like a big you know fan of it from the get-go?
0: I have every appearance of John Constantine from day one. Yes.
1: awesome. I have.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, that is the one, you know, how you, you kind of cull out books as you go over the years. You're like, oh, I'll sell off my, you know, my inhuman stuff or I'll sell off, you know, this or that. Uh, Constantine is, is the one thing that I have every single thing of. And, uh, I love the character, man. Um, you know, it, it was hard. Uh, the end of the vertigo series was I, i'm assuming it was the same for you it was a real downer for me mm. uh i it was one thing it was one thing for that many years and you know it had it had ups and downs in both the the stories and the art you know there were there were times that yes. it was the best comic book that i've ever read in my life and there were times when it was just it was still a john constantine story so i so i liked it but um you know, uh, my buddy Ray Fox, uh, took, took over the book whenever it became part of the new 52, when it moved over to, to DCU and I was in uh, Calgary, uh, and it, he was, it was just getting ready to come out. And I was like, you know, I went up and I said, you know, I, I know, I know that it's in good hands because you're doing it and I know that you're really going to try. I know you love the character uh, I, you know, I hope you're not too nervous about it. And um, you know, we talked about the book a little bit and where he wanted to go with it. And one of the coolest things that kind of that gave me a little hope with the book was that Ray loved John. Ray loved the character and and, and loved that Vertigo series more than anything. And he said, you know, from moment one, I, I want to try to capture as much of the Vertigo series as possible um, in the new 52. And I think it's a hard task. I think it really is. I think that, you know, the moment that you're like, okay, put superheroes in it. Okay. Do this. Um, you, you know, you can't, you, you know, you can't say the words, you know, uh, you can't quite have it go as dark. And then when I got the call asking me to, to do that final arc of that version, uh, the last six issues, um, I I reached out to Ray again and I was like, hey, um, before I do this, I wanted to talk to you about it a little bit. And immediately he said the thing that I wanted to hear and I needed, you know, I really needed was this is the last six issues of this. Let's let's be as subversive as we can be. Let's tell as close to a true vertigo story within this thing. And it was hard because it was part of, a, part of a crossover and all this stuff. But just at every turn, we were like, let's push this a little bit darker, just a little bit. And, uh, and you know, I, people seemed to dig it. I, I really, I liked, you know, I, I loved working on it. I, I wish that it had been part of that. I wish that it had been part of that Vertigo series, you know, my, my run. But I still, you know, at least I got to draw John for a bit.
1: Very, very cool. Uh, how did you feel about... Um, I'm drawing a blank on the actor's name now. Not Keanu Reeves, not that one. But the the TV show, how did you feel that channeled the essence? Did you even get... I guess, first of all, did you even get a chance to see it?
0: Uh, yeah, actually, it was interesting. I got sent um, an, uh, an early episode of it before it came out. I was starting my run on it right as right as the series was getting ready to come out. So I got to see it a few days early. Um uh, you know, I didn't get to see very much of it. Uh, I watched stuff on DVD. I know it's really lame or I watched stuff on Netflix. Uh, I don't, I don't really, you know, uh, I, at some point I'm going to get who I'll grow up and be a big boy and get Hulu at some point. But, um, so I've only seen three episodes. Uh, I think that, it, that Matt, like, I think that, if you look at him standing there, you understand that that's John Constantine. Like there's, there's nothing about the character, you know, uh, I, my only real comment for what they were doing was I just, I felt like they had to keep it a a little bit light and it was, and, and like the episodes that I saw went dark, but I, I felt like that it still had to feel like a certain thing. I really, you know, I found myself wishing that it was a, an FX show or a, uh, you know, uh, AMC or, or or Showtime or something like that. Um, you know, uh, you know. Y- and look, ultimately, and I deal with this a lot because I've had projects that 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 I've created that have gone to Hollywood in varying degrees. You have to decide that you're either going to Alan Moore it and just be a grump and say it's not what I wanted it to be. Screw you all, or you have to look at it and you have to say the comic that I made stands as the comic that I made. And this is another thing and just love it for what it is. Um, and I, you know, I, he wasn't necessarily what like vocally and stuff that I would have imagined for John, maybe a little bit, uh, high, you know, his voice was a little bit high and stuff like that, but, uh, and, and manic, mm-hmm. but you know, but, but I think he did a great job, and I think he looks the part, uh, and and it's coming back, right? Is that what I heard? There's
1: talks of it. Uh, yeah, there's talks. He did an appearance on um, Arrow this last season for the CW, so there's talks of it potentially moving over to CW <clears> at some point, but I've, to my knowledge, nothing's been confirmed.
0: It seems like last week, and last week was a little bit hard, you know, like we've, we've had a couple of uh, really hard media weeks lately. Um yes. I you know it it, uh, it has not been the best of times to be talking about um, you know media stuff, but for some reason I really swear that amidst all of that, I heard something about they they are going to go ahead with season two or or you know a, re, a reboot using you know the same characters and stuff. So
1: that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be epic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do. You, speaking of Hollywood and you said you had various projects and and whatnot go that way. Um, any chance of the beauty potentially turning into something or is that not on the table at this point?
0: Um, there is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's early. And, and the thing that I always, I had to learn very early on in this process that, um, Hollywood is a ever changing beast. Uh, it's wonderful and and i love the potential of getting stuff out there like that but um right now uh things are looking very good we are looking we 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 like the idea of a tv show a little bit more than a film I just because yeah, you know like there's so much to examine with the beauty and i think that you could do a lot more in long format storytelling you know on on television so we're looking at that um and yeah and uh we should, you know, we should know about that within, uh, you know, the next – by by fall, I think we're going to have a very, very good idea of where all that's going. We would, we would love to have something on, you know, for next season.
1: Well, good luck. I can, like I said, I can definitely see it as a show as well. Definitely. They could definitely do a lot with it. Yep. So good luck with that. Thanks, man.
4: So, Jeremy – uh, I have to ask him. So later on tonight, the four of us are going to be sitting around talking with uh, B Claymore, and no, I'm, I'm going to ask. Sorry. Yes, and I'm going <laughs> to a- ask him the same question that I'm going to ask you right now. When are the two of you going to bring back Battle Him?
0: Um, well, you know, Clay's a horrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like you know, he uh, he he's tries the patience as much as humanly possible (laughs) Uh, and feel free to tell him this. Um, But uh, we, you know, we've talked about it. We actually have uh, the second, the second battle hymn story (gasps) kind of uh, plotted out. It's just a matter of getting our schedules aligned. It's a, it's hard. Uh, The second one would actually just be called the midnight hour. And, Would focus on that character um you know like i I would love to get back to it uh it it's gonna take a miracle to do again because he's a horrible human being but um i'll I'll put a little pressure on him (laughs) yeah yeah just to be like be better just just suck less just don't yeah uh you know we we came really, really close at one point uh, a couple of years ago. Um, things were lining up, and it was looking like I was going to have a hole in my schedule. And then that was right when I, I got into the thick of things at DC, and then that led, you know, of course, to, to this stuff. Um, but, yeah, we have a lot of love for those characters, um, just not a lot of love, you know, too much love for each other. I mean, we, you know... It's like brother, you know that brotherly thing where you where you you you, uh, you know you love him to death, but mostly just to death. And uh, yeah, so so hopefully it will happen. And and yeah, put put the pressure on him. And and now I feel pressured.
4: Uh, yeah, because you know we need a little bit more of the proud American because you know it's it's just it was a good great story, great art, everything combined together. The two of you did a wonderful job on that, and I know I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, no, we, we really had, you know, we've got a very interesting take on, you know, what happens just a few years later, you know, as as you're entering, you know, the, as you're entering the '50s, you know, and and kind of what happened because we we left a lot of things in pretty interesting places, you know, we know that that you know Finn Ray, you know, while he's gone, has probably you know got a kid maybe and uh you know the proud american is uh you know not doing too well um uh you know yeah we 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 could do some cool stuff there
4: maybe do a little something with the korean conflict or something right right <laughs> yeah. oh cool well I'm, I'll, I'll be sure to put a little pressure on because i definitely like to see a little bit more battle him <laughs> five issues wasn't enough
0: yeah well you know it it was interesting, it was, that's an interesting time for, um, you know, for Image Comics there, um, you know, Image has really, really grown and changed, uh, now you can tell the story at Image and, and do pretty well there for a little while, you know, it was, the people weren't buying, you know, people weren't buying the books as much, uh, you'd have a, a book that was really beloved, it would, uh, it would only sell a few thousand copies and, and that's uh you know that's hard you know you, we uh these books take, take a long long time to make and uh you know it's it's hard on us physically it's you know um it's nice that that now the audience has realized the amazing stuff that's coming out of image and that image is getting the kind of support that it is i mean I think people are really voting with their wallets right now. They're saying, "Hey, we we like these kinds of stories. This is what we want," and uh, they're they're putting their you know their money where their mouth is. Yeah, you can you can look at you know I, I'm never a fan of like analyzing market share or anything like that, but but you know if you want to, you can look at things and see that. People are people are buying image books right and left, so yeah. it's a much much better time and a much healthier time. You know, economically, you know, we can uh, we can tell image stories right now and feed our kids, and that's a uh, that's a damn good that's, thing. That's good. That is a good thing. Say, image stories are just so wonderful now.
4: You know, you, you can tell your own story, and not have to worry about anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, the one thing about image that I think that you have always to be aware of is like you've got to be one part creative and one part businessman Mm -hmm. you know if if you're working for marvel or dc you know you're there's editors to take care of the the business side there's marketing departments there there's all of that um you know when you're telling you're doing an image book you're you're doing an image book it's on you and uh you know you have to make sure that things happen if you want them to work and and it's a lot of hours and a lot of thinking about things beyond just the doodling part of the writing part but uh It pays
4: off. Doing things like this, doing social media, just getting the name out of the stuff that you're doing, basically.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and and look, I mean, so much now to, you know, a big thank you has to be turned back around to the fans because, I mean, you know, you guys are reading this stuff and supporting this stuff, and it makes all the difference in the world. Uh, You know, I, I... I go to shows and I'm constantly kind of blown away by people coming up and being like, "Hey, I read the beauty. I love it. It's, you know, it's my favorite thing right now." Um, you know, sometimes the, we, the, we're we are men and women that work in dark studios for long, long hours, you know, making things. And sometimes you feel like you're just tossing stuff out into the dark. So having those instances where you're going back and uh, and and seeing people at cons and getting the the emails and the tweets and stuff like that. Really, really does uh, make it worthwhile.
2: Now, do you guys have plans to release
0: deluxe editions for the beauty, or nothing yet? Um, I, I think that that's a fantastic idea. I would love to do it. Um, a lot of my friends have had a lot of really fantastic uh, reception to doing that. Uh, Revival has a couple of really good deluxe editions. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I know that that there was only going to be one really one of them but uh like nameless had a really nice hard cover that i was looking at the other day um and uh yeah i I'm, I, I love deluxe editions i love those oh slightly oversized you know just amazing things um the trick you know the trick with those things i always tell people this if you want a deluxe edition of a book make sure you're buying it and make sure you're uh Make sure you're shouting it from the rooftops, the book, because the the only way that we actually really, truly get to, uh, you know, get to do that is if it's financially viable. You know, so we aren't, you know, you know, stealing from our children in order to do that stuff. Awesome.
1: So one last question here for you then tonight, and that is, are you doing commissions? And if so, where could someone potentially reach out to you? Uh I do commissions. Um
0: I've been really having to narrow down what I'm doing. Um I do them at shows. The best if you, if I'll I'll say this. If you would like to get a commission from me, whether you live in you know, Kansas City or LA or Nepal, um I do about 10 shows a year. Even if I, even if you're not going to be able to be at that show, one of the things my, my wife takes care of all of my scheduling stuff. She's awesome. She's an adult as opposed to me most of the time. you know I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like it, creatively, if, if she wasn't around, I'd be running into walls a lot, but, um, which I do enough anyway. But um, uh, she takes pre-orders for commissions at shows. So with, I'll announce that I'm taking pre-orders for say, um, like the next show I'm doing is Toronto. Um, I'll announce that I've opened my pre-order list and even if you're not going to be at that show, you can get on that pre-order list for that block of time when I'm doing commissions. Cause I just set up like, I will work on commissions for a week in there. And, uh, if you want to commission during that block, get on that list, say, Hey, you know, I, he said that, that I could do it this way and we will send you a commission. Um, so they, that's, that's really the best way to do it. Get, you know, you can either get me at a show or if you're not going to be at that show, you know, you can always line something up beforehand.
1: Very cool. So I'm assuming you're at Kansas city planet comic con every year.
0: Yeah. Planets, my, my home show. I, you know, I, I love the idea that, you know, the Midwest has a show that's grown that much. I remember, I remember going to that show 15 years ago and it, you know being being really small and now you go into it it's in Bartle Hall and it just looks looks you know amazing yeah, it, it, does. it you know if it, it feels like uh like heroes or like um C2E2 or something like that it's it's a good show.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm in Omaha, Nebraska, so I will be sure to uh hit you up next year for a Constantine commission at Planet Comic Con.
0: All right, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I, I love Omaha. I uh, I know the people from Legends up there. Yeah,
1: I actually missed you guys this last fall. So, yeah, that's a, that is that's
0: a good shop, man. They uh,
1: very clean.
0: They yeah, deserve yeah. An
1: award for sure.
0: Yeah, Jason and that crew. They're uh, you know they're good people. They're passionate about comics, and I, and I love the fact that they've got the uh, coffee shop too. You know, yeah, you can yep. you can pick up a, a really good cup of coffee and you can get some
1: some good comics. Yep, very true. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the show tonight. Uh, We greatly appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully sometime, you know, in the future when you have some more stuff dropping out, we can have you back on and go from there. And good luck with the show, too.
0: Yeah, thanks so much. uh, It's great talking to you guys, and uh, it was good meeting you at Kansas City.
1: All right, thank you very much.
4: This is your host, Red, coming to you tonight wearing nothing but a fedora here in the land of lovers in Portsmouth, Virginia. And now, from the land that brought us Rush, the and Tower, and delicious whale tails, give it up for the man known
1: as Nova.
2: What's that last one? Whale tails? <laughs> okay.
1: Is it I'll sad take your that I for had it. no idea what the hell he was talking about until I saw Nova raising the roof? I was like, wow. oh, referring to Toronto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, whale
4: oh, tails, man, you, you know,
2: deep fried batter? Geez, I've never, oh my goodness.
4: Yes, well we, okay guys, we also have from the gateway to the west, the home of America's top 40 countdown, coming from Omaha, Nebraska,
1: we have Tap. Hello, hello. Yes. We're the home of the top 40 countdown? (laughs) You don't know that? He doesn't even know. We're known for Nebraska football from the 90s, and like, the College World Series is held here. Like, that's what we're known for. Oh, and Henry what? Dorley zoo.
4: Well, yes, you're all known for the top 40 countdown, my friend.
1: Oh, but story. finally,
4: <laughs> from Denton, Texas, a man whose hair is as cosmic as the man himself. Welcome the Herald of Paul Mitchell, Rusty Surfer. Hey,
2: what's up? The heir of Paul Mitchell. Oh, no. Is that what, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Paul, is that what you do, Rusty? You just yeah, go yeah, around yeah. places, Paul Mitchell is coming. <laughs> coming. Beware.
1: Paul Mitchell is coming. Paul Mitchell is coming. One <laughs> if land, is by land, two is by sea. Paul Mitchell is coming.
4: <laughs> well, guys, we got a really great show for you to have
1: fun with tonight, and I think our listeners really enjoy it.
4: So how's everybody been this
1: week? I have been doing really well, actually. How have you gentlemen been?
3: I've been all right. It's been eventful.
1: All right, You just saw Sublime in 3.11 last night, and you're like, oh, I'm all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was oh, cool. He's
3: still
2: recovering. Killing yeah. my, you all know. right.
1: If that's the case, I'll give it to you. All right.
4: Well, I got a bunch of questions for y'all tonight, all right? And basically, we're going to be covering between uh, the DC Universe, the Marvel Universe, and, of course, Image. All right? Very cool. Some of the questions I want to ask you guys tonight. I want to know who is the smartest person that you think is in within those three uh, universes. Do you
2: now, how do we
4: define creator, intelligence? Writer? No, uh, I'm talking ca- uh, character, like Reed Richards,
3: maybe from.
2: It's obviously Moon Girl. Okay.
3: I was gonna say yeah, it's Moon the, Girl, yeah, Devil a, Dinosaur. A, now, yeah, so, yeah, she's the smartest.
2: I but Batman will always be smarter. Man. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the Batman.
3: Yeah,
1: what so about Ubatu? <clears throat> he just sees everything. He's not necessarily intelligent.
3: And he's Well, dead. I mean, if yeah. he sees everything, then he knows everything, right? He's dead, so his yeah, brain no dead. longer functions. Where's his eyeballs at? Those still count,
4: right? <laughs> oh, we got Nick Fury up there, you know, taking care of everything for him. So maybe Nick Fury would be the answer. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. All right. But no, um, yeah, beyond the article thing with, uh, Moon Girl or whatever, I would probably say, like, Reed Richards, like you were saying, maybe, yeah. yeah. Or, like, they were saying Batman, but Batman's more of a strategy thing, not a science kind of thing, I would guess. Excuse me? I guess he's science, too, but it's not the same, okay, think of Reed Richards science and then think of Batman science. Okay, I'll yeah. go with
4: Reed Richards, science, any day. I, exactly.
2: I'm gonna go with with Valerie Richards in the future because she is gonna be smarter than, than Reed. So, how's that, Rusty? That works too. Top that one.
1: Boom. All right, how about in the world of Image?
2: <sighs> I don't know.
1: I love Mark. I can't. He's not smart it. though. Oh yes, he, he's yes, not... He's super intelligent. Eh. Uh, he's just he's just socially <laughs> awkward, but the dude's intelligent as hell. And You're I don't mean smart. invincible Mark. Don't get me wrong, I don't mean invincible Mark. You guys got me messed up. I mean postal Mark.
2: Oh. Ah. Okay. It took
1: me a minute to figure out what you guys were xing. ex I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they think I'm referring to invincible.
4: Of course. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> right, no, you say Mark, that's the first thing's gonna come to mind, you know? Sorry, yeah. I, well for uh, me
1: it's postal. I'm a I, I love Postal. that's my favorite image title, probably is postal. So um from the world of image uh well I don't know symmetry the characters in symmetry are pretty freaking smart that's what I was thinking Matt Hawkins think tank yep think tank you know
3: lots of detail
1: but they're all if you notice we just named off all three of those books are all Matt Hawkins creations
2: yep (laughs) there you go so maybe
1: we're trying to say Matt Hawkins is the smartest in the (laughs) there we go
2: yeah I think that's a safe uh, a safe bet
1: yeah
4: that's definitely a safe bet so what do you think is some of the most powerful items within the Marvel universe,
3: DC universe and image? Infinity Gauntlet. I you, knew you're going to yeah, say Phoenix say Force. Gauntlet,
1: yep,
3: Gauntlet Infinity and Phoenix Force, Force. Uh, Mjolnir. So.
1: And DC, I would say the Mobius chair. Yeah,
3: there's
2: it? the ant- I don't know, it's not really an item, but the Anti-Life Equation, I guess yeah. if you were to write it down, it is yeah. an item.
3: The
1: Ultimate uh, Nullifier. <clears throat> yep. The Noise yeah,
3: like Marvel has Marvel has, way, Marvel has, way, Marvel
2: has way more of these things.
3: What about lantern rings?
1: Yeah?
2: Yeah. I guess that they yeah, the white lantern ring, yeah. Yeah, the
1: white lantern I'd say ring so. is the most BA of all.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: But what would there be? In image? What
4: can you come out with in image?
3: What is, um... I was going to say spawn uh, his, I guess, like suit. The cape or whatever, yeah. Yeah,
2: the cape, yeah. The <laughs> spawn cape. Oh my god, I don't think image relies on those kinds of things. I no. guess <laughs> no. the really way to don't say if we're saying it,
1: really
2: yeah, if we're saying spawn cape is the most powerful. <laughs> item <laughs> Yes, have
4: that hook up against
2: infinity gauntlet. Oh my god!
4: No, <laughs> one of the <laughs> dividers
1: from Birthright.
2: Mm. I guess so. If
1: you well, are you caught up with Birthright? Have you read the latest issue?
2: Yes. That's the thing though, is Come it, on.
1: it I don't want to spoil it, it 'cause it it is semi new issue. Oh, I don't spoil it, but. The
2: the past few issues have just been top notch. I mean the thing is though with image it's sort of hard to say it's something's the most powerful because there's no real um you can't like don't you can't it test it. You can't cross on... over yeah, yeah, there's no well, early
4: image crossed over a
2: lot. I mm-hmm. guess so, yeah. But I mean every every early image character was like yeah, they just had, like, a sword. And guns. And that then Spawn's nonsense. Cape. So Spawn's Cape comes out the winner. Um, or well, or Savage strike I can't fin- think of it. Yeah. Uh, that's good. All
1: right,
4: okay. So what do you guys think are some of the most influential comics that we've seen from those three publishers?
1: Obviously, Sp- Spawn is extremely influential. Yeah. For him, Walking,
2: Walking Dead. Dead. Walking Dead, yeah. Um, from... I don't know what what would be influential from Marvel or DC.
1: Well, obviously Spider-Man, Fantastic. I mean, you name any of the big characters. X- yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. big Captain America. It, it depends on what you want
3: to say is influential. Like, if you want to say like real world issues, I would say X-Men because they dealt yeah. with a lot of civil rights stuff yep, and everything joke. else. But, but if you want to talk was... about like a political and stuff, then you would think of like uh, not only X-Men but like Captain America and stuff too. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty. There's a pretty broad scope of influential comics from the big two. Mm-hmm.
4: For me, I think with DC though, I'd probably put Superman up there as number
1: one. Yeah, yeah, Superman. He's is like
3: Batman. everyone's idea of a superhero. You think? Well, of super-
2: yeah, he used to be anyway. People hate <laughs> the guy for no reason now.
1: Well, it's because the they guy, haven't read the most recent action comics. They just—they and- don't even read it. They just hate it. Yeah. I was one of them until I read it, and I'm like, oh, I love it. It's so more. last century.
2: <laughs> All right,
1: rebirth is like my heroine. Give me more.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we gotta make it explicit.
4: All right. So, who do you think is some of the sexiest females with between the three publishers?
2: <laughs> oh boy.
3: Well, you may know, got us in a bind. We all got ladies in our lives here. Well, not
1: uh, that, OK, I'm not even going to lie to you. I've never found cartoons or drawings sexy. like it just it, I've never found I never saw something like that and went, "Oh, that's sexy. Like, I'd never, ever thought that before.
3: I'm pretty much the same way with yeah. it too. I would have to say. there's not like someone that I'm just like, "Oh okay, hey, no, cartoons, it's just a comic we'll it
1: for me." Character.
3: Well, we've got
2: a few, I guess movies we could sort of move that topic over to
4: okay
2: switch it over to movies then. The, and you know especially with uh, Suicide Squad having come out recently
1: yes
2: I know a lot of people got excited about um, well Will Smith of course uh, in, his, oh, yeah, uh, skin tight, in, in his skin <laughs> tight in his skin tight that's <laughs> your example well,
1: well the killer croc you know at one point it got <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> I mean Harley digs him so
1: that is true that is true. Yeah, well, no. I totally uh, thought you were going
3: for Margot in that situation, and then it went straight to Will Smith, and I was like, "That's okay. the
2: joke, Rusty. That's Horrible. the joke." And <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> so Hyperion. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
3: he, um, okay, it's, uh, we'll talk about it later. But in the newest issue of Hyperion, he has a romantic, oh, that's little, right, explicit moment.
2: Yeah, you were really exciting us about that last time.
3: (laughs) The cover, okay, the cover is a kiss. Inside is a little more. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I was surprised. But, so if uh, we had to guess did.
1: influential people in Rusty's life, we know Hyperion is one of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that could also very well answer the who's sexy question for Rusty. Yeah. There you
4: go. Most influential, most powerful, most sexy, smartest. It's, it's
1: all Hyperion. Hyperion. It covers Hyperion, all of Hyperion, Hyperion. Hyperion is Rusty's no. day, is like the universal answer for 42. Like For Rusty, it's Hyperion. That's for, equals 42 to him. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, let's see if Hyperion is going be his next question or next answer to my next question. What do you guys consider to be some of the top five villains between the three publishers? Doom. Yes. Oh, I'm uh, with I,
1: you
2: on that. I'd say Sinestro. I don't know if you guys agree, but I always like Sinestro. Thanos. Thanos, sure. I'm with um, Thanos. Uh, a Violator.
3: <laughs> Battle Beast. Battle Beast. Battle <laughs> Beast. Battle Beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Battle Beast That's
1: is right. Not an
4: anti-hero. When yeah, he is. What about uh, Negan? Venom yeah definitely Negan the governor
2: oh yeah that's Venom, true Venom yeah I would yeah. say Venom
1: Venom's a huge one for me the
2: top five though geez that's Man, a that's hard to do it's a tall order there's some
1: good ones like there's oh, some yeah. that you just like Carnage he's a serial killer would I ever be a friend with a serial killer no however I like Carnage like it's just something weird about it that, yeah. the way that he's written you just appreciate it um... it's like Red Skull yeah yeah like Red Skull <laughs> Which, you know what? Okay, speaking of Red Skull, I just found out earlier this week, Joshua Williamson wrote, like, three or four Red Skull issues, um, like, in the last year or two. And I was like, I'm gonna have to go pick those up. (laughs) So I figured I'd tell you, because it's a straight Red Skull title, so I don't know if you've already read it or not.
4: I, I do own them all
1: but uh it's Joshua Williamson so let me just put on my chapstick real quick cause I'm getting re- An <laughs> <laughs> <that> extra point. <laughs> so, but yeah no anyway uh yeah no Red Skull um Magneto Galactus that's a big one Galactus
3: yeah
4: what about um uh uh oh my gosh right I have a brain fart here uh Superman's um Doomsday? Villain. No, not Doomsday. Lex, uh, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor, thank you, Lex Luthor. Okay. I always like Lex.
1: I like the Joker. The Joker, number one villain all time for me, hands down, is the Joker. Yeah. Lex, for sure. Lex, I'm liking more and more, and because you got to keep in mind too, I was never, I've never been a Superman fan until about three weeks ago when uh, when Rebirth dropped. They completely changed the character, and it's amazing. Um, so I am starting to understand Lex a little bit more, and I am starting to kind of like Lex a little bit more, So I, I, but I just don't know enough about him. But uh, no, I do like Lex and what they're currently doing with him.
4: I also like to say, I throw in there that I also enjoys the Kingpin, because he crosses over a lot into different series. Yeah, yeah. very much.
2: He, yeah, he's a pretty big villain for multiple uh, street heroes. Okay. Yeah, yeah
1: so universal... He answer this for me is kingpin is he muscle is he fat what is he i've heard tons of different rumors over the years bit of both different origins a
4: little stories. bit of both yeah it, it, it's both basically there's a lot of muscle because he used to be a fighter but there's fat over that which you know a lot of that was explained in the 60s uh 19 yeah 1960s uh spider-man stuff yeah hmm, I
2: might have to the the, that down. the weird thing about him and I guess it doesn't really matter. Is he's said to be really fast as well? Yeah. Um, given his size, which I guess I mean, if if you've got a lot of force that you can put into it, you will get the speed in there. That's like um, the one up. thing I never, the one thing I never got about him is he never seems to really get tired either. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's you know he's kind of a tank when it comes down to it. He's a, he's a,
4: a juggernaut.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Alright, All right. well what do you guys think are some of the best crossovers between the three
3: series, or the three uh, publishers? Now do you mean like amalgam or within the series? Within, right, so some of the crossovers that are within Marvel,
4: itself Nightfall. or DC Like for like image, I'm going to throw out there like this, now that we're going to be seeing Symmetry and Postal Edenfall. and uh, Think Tank, yeah Eden's Fall that's yeah. going to be a nice crossover
2: Well Nightfall is good
1: Yes, mm-hmm.
2: nightfall, yeah. uh, which we talked about before in one of our earlier podcasts.
1: Blackest yeah. night, brightest yes. day. Oh,
3: those were DC. has got a lot of good ones.
1: Um, yes, DC does Civil,
3: War. Civil,
1: Civil War. Civil War. Was, how could we was not good, name yeah. that? Well, yeah, yeah,
3: right. Yeah. Avengers versus X Men.
1: That one was hit and miss with me.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you got to go with both, because there's two different ones. There's the early one and the later one. Also, Cree uh, versus Scroll War, which crossed that over.
1: Secret Wars? hmm Civil War? Uh, or not Annihilation, Civil Wars, Anything yeah. Infinity, right? Yeah, Secret Invasion. That's the other one I was thinking of, a Secret mm-hmm. Invasion. There's a lot of crossovers.
2: Yeah, there's some good ones. Um, yeah.
4: Which kind of leads into my next question, you know. And it's already been answered, I I think, from what you threw out there, but some of the uh, best, and we'll also say some of the worst story arcs that you've seen come across.
1: Avengers (laughs) vs. (laughs) X-Men? Oh, you didn't like it? I don't know. Axis? Like I said, it was hit and miss with me.
2: Axis was really bad. Um, Yeah,
1: Convergence? Mm
2: -mm. Mm-mm. That was terrible, too. Not not
1: liking Convergence. Sorry, DC.
2: Well, most of it's pretty recent stuff as well come to think of it
1: there was like
2: uh, I don't know there's been some pretty mediocre ones in the Green Lantern universe um, what else is there Original Sin Boy,
3: Original Sin was okay with
1: it me it was okay until the fact that we still don't know to this day what was said <laughs>
3: I know. One day it's going to pop we, up and everyone's going to buy the mm-hmm. series. because They're going to be like, yep. answer revealed. If we
1: ever find yes. out what it is, I might agree to Because I was really enjoying Original Sin. And then it comes mm. to that part and I'm like, "Oh, what was said? What was said? And then it never happened. And you're like, what is this? You know, so...
4: And then we're rebooting, and it's just like, oh, yeah. Jesus,
1: come
3: on. Yes. Or the same thing with, um, uh, what was it, um, Amazing X-Men or whatever? Whatever happened to uh, evil devil Sidorak juggernaut that was supposed to be, like, unbeatable kind of thing. He just disappeared out of nowhere. He was like, I want to kill Scott Summers, and then just disappeared out of existence when Secret Wars started.
1: Well, then he was like, I'm going to go meditate for a while. And he, he's just still <laughs> meditating. That's what he's yeah. doing.
3: I'm hoping that they allude to it somewhat, or maybe it could be the answer in Death of X, but who knows
4: well, you guys seem to know everything geek related, what do you say we take a break and uh, jump into a little bit of a a fun game okay, what's the game? alright, so as it stands now, our points are with Nova in the lead with 15 points, Tapest in and Rusty's trailing behind with 8 points and for those of you who are new to us Just so you guys know, our three guys here are battling it out to see who can tally up the most points and win themselves an amazing Spider-Man issue number 300. So, are you guys ready for this? Most indubitably. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to have, let's see, who's in the lead? I think that was Nova. Nova. So Nova, I'm going to have... Have you go first? The other two gentlemen, if you'd like to take your headphones off, and I've got some questions for you. Bring it. So, basically, it's going to be real simple. I've got 25 publishers, or actually, I'm going to give you 25 publishers of comic book companies. All you got to do is tell me: are they real or are they not real? True or false?
2: And you'll okay. get a point for each
4: one that you can get right, get correct.
2: All right. Real simple, right? <laughs> on the surface, yeah. <laughs> Alright. So the
4: first company here. 7G Comics. Uh not real. Oh, it is real. 7G does exist. Yes. Um, How right. an AW Visual Library. Yes, it exists. You are correct. Alright. Absolute comics.
2: Yes. It exists. Correct. Yes. Air France. No. Not real. Oh, believe it or not, it does. It what? Come on. Exists. Yes. Oh. All right, how about
4: Alpha Delta Sigma?
2: No, not real.
4: Oh, no, it is real.
2: What the hell is going on? Yeah.
4: All right, here's another one for you. Seven up. No. It is. Oh. Okay. okay. Here we go. A muck time.
2: No. It is real. Come on, dude. <laughs> All right. Here's
4: one. Maybe you'll get. How about the uh, Canadian Red Cross? The Can- yeah. Yeah,
2: Canadian. Yeah. Yes, Red- it's real.
4: It is real.
2: Okay. <laughs> All uh, right.
4: California comics. Yes. It is. That is correct. Correct. Uh fishhead comics. No, it's not real. Oh no, but it is real. How All about right. Foxy? No. That is correct.
2: Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> GDPI. Yes. No. <laughs>
4: uh humorama. No. It does exist.
2: Here we go.
4: Hunger Games Comics. No. Correct. I made that one. Okay. We have Magic Carpet. Yes. Correct. We have Now. Yes. Correct. Awesome. NZW. No. Correct. Yes. Oh, man. All right. How about Ram Ham Comics? Yes real. Incorrect, I made that one up.
2: Oh, that's such a good name. It is,
4: actually. <laughs> Here's one I bet you can get. How about Red Skull Comics? Yes. Incorrect, I made that one up myself.
2: Uh, uh, yep, Seven Seas. Yes, it's real.
4: Yes, it is. Uh, Slave Labor. No. Oh, and you'd be
2: wrong. That is a publisher. That's a really a... Uh... Yes. A lot of name there.
4: How about Taco Comics? Yes, it's real. You are correct. <laughs> the U.S. Navy. Yeah,
2: it's a real thing.
4: They did publish comics, and they still do. Um, how about the U.S. Marine Corps? Yeah, probably. No, Taco they do yes. not. Oh, poor guys. Yeah, and... And finally x plus
2: no not real
4: oh they are real of
2: course it is yep
4: of course it is. <laughs> all right well you came out with seven seven out of 25 Jeez, that's sad all right well let's see if we can get uh rusty to come on here we can flag him down hello hey well you, hey. you got your work got some work cut out for you possibly here okay We've got seven out of twenty five seven all right seven all right Now all I gotta do is tell tell me are the following twenty five publishers of comic book companies real or not real a simple true or false okay all right so I'm gonna give you a list of twenty five uh, names and you just tell me true or false they okay. exist or not all right first one up we have seven G comics true correct A&W visual library true absolute false oh that is wrong they do exist Um, okay how about air france false oh they did publish dang (laughs) um alpha delta sigma false oh and you'd be wrong what okay how about 7-0 Yes, true. That is, that is true. Okay. A buck time. What is it? Buck time. Buck time. A, mu- a, muck, a muck. time. Time. Uh. Yes. Uh. False. Oh, that is incorrect. They, there is a company, a buck time, right. named after a popular Star Trek episode. Okay. Uh, the Canadian Red Cross. True. It's true. California
3: comics uh, True uh, Fish head comics True, there's got to be a fish head somewhere
4: yes. Fishhead comics.
3: Foxy comics There's got to be a Foxy comics, yeah, true
4: Correct, I made that one up
3: Oh, okay uh,
4: GDPI False This is correct, false cool. I made that one up Alright, how about Humorama True. Is true. All right. Hunger Game Comics. True. Oh, that is false. Dang. Magic Carpet. True. That is true. Now. True. Just true. NZW. Did you say NZW? Yep. NZW Comics. Uh, true. Well, that would be false. Dang. How about Ram Ham Comics? True. That would be false. Dang. Red Skull Comics? False. Correct. False. Cool. Seven C's. True. That is correct. Uh, slave Labor? True. T- Taco Comics? Uh, false. Oh, there is a Taco Comics. (laughs) All right. How about the U.S. Navy? True. That's correct. How about the U.S. Marine Corps? True. That would be false. Dang. Finally, X plus. True. That is correct. All right. 15 points. Woo. Yeah, right. Hot dog. Let's get tap on. Tap, come on in. Hello, McFly. All right. So, Marty, here it stands. Nova's got seven. Rusty's got fifteen.
1: Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Rusty put yeah. up not only a lot of points, but yeah, he put up a lot of points.
4: <laughs> he did put yeah. up a lot of points. You got your work cut out for you. And here it is. You need to tell me are the following twenty five uh, 25 publishers of comic book companies real or not real? With a simple true or
1: false. are You ready? Oh, that's how he did it. It was just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> was All right. right. First one up. Good job. I'm proud of you. Okay. Seven uh, G Comics. Seven G. Is that what you said? Seven
4: G. Seven G Comics.
1: Um, I'm gonna say true.
4: That is true. All right. A and W Visual Library.
1: Absolute. Say that you're cutting out. I'm sorry. Say that again. Absolute. False. Oh,
4: there is a company called Absolute.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: All right. Air France. False. Oh, there is a com- they did produce comics.
1: What? There's an airline. Yes.
4: <laughs> All right. Your next one up is Alpha Delta Sigma. False. Oh, they did create one. God
1: damn, there's gotta be a false one here somewhere.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Right? Yeah.
1: What? Seven up. True.
4: That is true. They
1: did the spot comic if I remember right. Can't remember
4: off the top of my head. But we also have a muck time.
1: A muck time. I'm gonna say false. That just sounds weird. Oh, Nope, it
4: is a comic company called Amok Times named after a Star Trek episode from the original series back in 67. Alright. All right. How about the Canadian Red Cross?
1: Okay, are you counting if they made like a... a uh, Canadian Red Cross comics. Then true. CDC did it, that, why not the Canadian Red Cross?
4: That is correct. How about California comics? True. Correct. Fishhead comics. True. Correct. Foxy Comics. Uh, true. Incorrect. Ah. <laughs> GDPI. True. Incorrect. Humorama. False. Incorrect. There is a humorama. Hunger Games comics. True. Incorrect. I made that one up. Uh. Magic carpet. <laughs> uh, true. That is correct. Correct. Uh, now comics.
1: Now like N O W. Yes. True.
4: That is correct. N Z O. True. Incorrect. <sighs> Ramham. False. <laughs> that is false.
1: Yes. Yeah,
4: All right, Red Skull Comics. False. That is false. 7 seas. True. Correct. Slave labor.
1: I hope that's false. Is that your answer?
4: Yeah. Then you cor- Then you're incorrect. Oh. There is slave labor. All right. Next up, Taco Comics.
1: It's true. Everybody and their mother loves tacos. I'm sure somebody came up with a Taco Comics.
4: You'd be correct. Yeah. All right. How about the U.S. Navy?
1: True. I'm sure they use it to recruit kids. That's how they got you, isn't it?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, they work a lot with Marvel, and a lot of Marvel issues are reprinted through the U.S. Navy comics.
1: Oh, see.
4: All right. How about the U.S. Marine Corps? True. That would be false because oh. the US Marine Corps is a division of the Navy.
1: Oh. Well, it shows how much yes. I
4: know. Alright, and finally, X plus. True. That would be correct. Okay. Alright. Right. You got 13! Woo! So Rusty got the point for that round. Woo! Alright, here's a okay, so for the next category so it's gonna be very simple, you can all three keep your headphones on for it. And basically it's a guessing game, guys. Okay. I want you to tell me Ooh. whoever can get closest gets the point. How many image comic books do I own? Oh a thousand, Two thousand. four hundred and fifty. Okay, well hold on. Rusty you, you were first. What, what's your answer? A thousand four hundred and fifty. One thousand four hundred fifty. All right, I heard you come up out out of that uh, uh, Nova. What do you think? Two thousand. Two thousand and even. All right, and tap. Sixteen twenty-five, Bob. Sixteen twenty-one thousand six hundred twenty-five. <laughs> well, the closest would be Nova. I have a total of three thousand three
3: hundred.
4: <laughs>
2: what?
3: Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> you and know you the, have a problem when i was the closest <laughs> I <know> you're, you're, <laughs> you're uh, still off
2: by all of us like you could have all added all of like, ours together <laughs> almost yeah yeah and you would uh, have been closer than my guess okay. oh that's crazy
4: it is crazy it really is you know i've been uh, going through everything it's like you know what this is a good little trivia question to throw out there so why not <laughs> But I have one more question for tonight, one more little round to go through. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and have Nova start it off. If you two other gentlemen would take off your headphones. <laughs> All right. And it is just you and I. So this is going to be really simple, really easy. I want, to, I want to see how well you know the four of us, or the three of us, I should say. Okay. All right. So the simple question is, is I want you to tell me between myself Tap, and Rusty, who are our five favorite superheroes? I'm starting with myself. Who do you think are mine?
2: Including image and stuff, yeah?
4: Yep, from all
2: hosts. Okay. Invincible, Mark Grayson. Correct. Uh, Captain America. That's two. Spider-Man. No. Okay, okay. You've
4: got uh, two more guesses. I'm sorry, I should have told you. You get five guesses, there's five.
2: I figured, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, let's see. Who do you... Savage Dragon. No. What have you really been digging lately? Yeah, the problem with image books is... I don't know, I don't know if you're counting them as superheroes or not. Yeah, I mean characters superheroes. Okay. But basically the good guys. The good okay. guys, right. Um, yeah. so I'll say Rick from Walking Dead. No. <laughs> he's not good, not good enough didn't make the cut he's not my top five No. Yeah, that's you, got I two, figured.
4: you got two points for me so now I need you to tell me the top five for tap
2: for tap um, I'll go with Superman no oh what a jerk he just tells me how Okay. Jeez. Um, alright Batman correct Um, Green Lantern. Oh, Flash. No. All right, Flash. Well, I'll say Flash then. Okay, Flash. That'll be my fourth guess. Okay. Um, and I'll say Mark Grayson as well. No, that's not in there. It's not one of mine either,
4: so. All right. you got two out of tap. And finally for (laughs) Rusty, this shouldn't be too difficult.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, I wonder. Yes. Um, Silver Surfer. Of course. Adam Warlock. Yes. I guess he only, it's purely superheroes, right? Um, Spider-Man? No. Uh, okay. That's just a matter of which X-Men does he like the most, I guess. Um, cable?
4: Nope. What? Oh, yes, yes. What am I saying? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. There. I okay. The, 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 I have my cursor over it, and I apologize. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. One more guess. One, got one, uh, more get. one more guess. Oh, boy. Um, see, who else does he cosmically adore? Mostly villains from the cosmic side remain. And uh, he included his other publishers? Really? Yes! And I was surprised by actually one. What? Yes. yes. Tell me he said invincible. No. <laughs> oh. No, 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 no. Shit. <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> he has mentioned this character several times.
2: Oh, man. All right. Well, that was five guesses. So I'll Uh, be fair.
4: Three there. So you got a total of three, four, five, six, seven total. Oh man! All right. Now let's bring uh, Tap back in here. All right. Or somebody.
1: Him, me, me, him, him, me,
4: me. Well. So, out of 15
2: possible points, Nova got 7.
1: Again with the 7, Nova? Is that just your That's... lucky number or what?
2: Hey, man, I was born on a 7th.
1: Oh, it is. It's a lucky number. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, let's see what you can do. All right. So, basically, this comes down
4: to how well do you know your team? All right. How well do you know myself, Rusty, and Nova? Right. So, i name off the top five heroes for myself. Okay, and, where, and you get and it,
1: you get, oh, you get five ahead.
4: guesses. Okay, five guesses. Um, five people that are my top five favorite hero,
1: heroes. And this is superheroes. It's not villains or anything. We're straight up superheroes.
4: Superheroes.
1: Okay. Um, for Red Skull, I know you were a big Amazing Spider-Man fan. Uh, incorrect. What? It's not my top five. Are you kidding me? No, I'm I not bet, kidding. I bet Nova said Amazing Spider-Man too, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. he was a. He had everything. Good. Fuck. Okay. Um, Captain America.
4: Yes. There's two. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh! Nick Fury. Duh. Sergeant. Hey, Yes. How there long you go. Forget that one. <laughs> I. I not
4: know. All right. You get two more guesses
1: here. Yeah. Yeah. You can't forget that one. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Superheroes, Savage Dragon. Nope. I'm trying to think of like Image, but there's no superheroes that you read from Image. Everything you reads more like it's not hero. It's everything else. Um, oh, Invincible! Come on! Yes, go, Invincible. How could I forget Invincible? Yes. Uh, uh, all right, we well, got three
4: from um, from my side. Now let's look over at uh, Rusty. What okay. do you think his top five are? And you have five guesses.
1: For hero, Silver Surfer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> My um, period. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not list that as well. I knew he wasn't going to, but I had to throw it out there. <laughs> there you um, go. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, he doesn't read DC or anything. So it's going to be all Marvel. Um, are teams, or is it just individual heroes? It's just In- individual. Okay, individuals, okay. yes. Individuals. Um, Wolverine? No. Spider-Man? Nope. One more guess. Rusty, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, come on. Think. Cable.
4: Correct. Ooh. All right. You got two on the rusty side of the house. Let's switch over to no got the warlock. Oh, forgot the Warwick. Warwick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what are uh, the top five you think Nova would say? You got five guesses.
1: Alright, So Nova's tough uh, because he reads a lot of non-hero stuff as well. Um, so I'm first gonna throw out Batman.
4: Yes, that is correct.
1: Um, I'm gonna throw out Green Lantern. No. Really. Hmm. See, that's the problem. Like I said, a lot of his favorite stuff that he reads isn't hero related. Uh. Is Preacher a hero? Probably not. Let's not. No, it's not a name. So it's not a name. So I'm not on that Um. Uh. Bloodshot. Nope. Got two more guesses. Nova. God damn it. Um. Hmm. No uh, Batman. Nightwing. No. Oh, Last nice. one. One more. More killing me. Um. Swamp Thing. Yes. All Ooh, right. Yes.
4: All right, so you got a total of three, four, five, six, seven.
2: Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, you guys are tied. Let's, let's see what oh, happens. Rusty's got to beat us or, or we each we'll get have a point. To do a or round. a tiebreaker Or a tiebreaker, yeah. I
1: like the tiebreaker around. Hello. What's up? All right. Well, hey!
4: This will be interesting because right now, Nova and Tap are tied with seven points. Okay. All right. So, well, it's going to be really simple maybe. I want to know how well you know the three of us.
1: I want okay.
4: to list our top five favorite superheroes. Um, starting with myself,
3: list off my top five, and you get five guesses. Okay. Alright. So wait, I only get, wait, five guesses per character? No. Or? Sure. Get five. <laughs> I was about to say, so I get you five people that I have to guesses. walk in. <laughs> yes, you got five okay. guesses to name my top five superheroes. Superhero. Okay, so a lot of image is out of the question for uh, Red now. Heroes are also, you know,
4: good guys, you know, everything. Okay, important.
3: I didn't know you yeah. said superheroes. So when I think superheroes, I think powers. So, okay, heroes. just heroes then. Heroes, yes. Okay. So, am I ready? Yeah. Go. Okay. Um, let's go with number one. Is uh, Mark Invincible? Okay. Yes, Mark, but he's not number one. He Okay, so he's on the list, though. Does that count still? Do I have to put him in I order? Yeah, that, you're not. You don't have to give him an order. <laughs> you don't have to okay. give him an order. Okay, so really Captain America. Yep, Captain America. That's Okay, Nick Fury. Two? Three for three. Okay, uh, Rick Grimes. No. Surprising no? Me. What? Surprising that's surprising. Okay, no. so I'm one. All right, you got what, you have one more guess. Um, one more guess. Um... Who else is someone that you really. Uh, I'm just going to throw something um, out there, I guess, and just say um, uh, spawn. I don't know. No.
4: All right. So my top five are in order. Number one is Nick Fury. Okay. Followed by Invincible. Okay. Followed by Captain America. Okay. Which the three of you seem to got. The last two, I'm surprised you didn't hit. Was number four, beat Nova. Oh, okay. And five is the Flash.
1: I almost Flash. said the Flash for you, but I thought that your Spider Man was a shoe
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, you got three for me. So let's go on to Tap. Okay. What do you think
3: Tap's five top five uh, heroes are? Okay. Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. No. Wow. Okay. I'm surprised (laughs) at that. Um... Let's go with... Flash? Yes. Okay. Um... How about... That's two. Mm -hmm. Batman? Correct. Okay. Um... That's three. Um, let's go with... Uh, I don't know if you want to consider him, but uh, the dude from Postal? Uh, no? Okay. No, got one guess left. Okay. Um Superman. No. You he don't started- know
1: me at all. <laughs> all
4: right. Let's well, two. Well, let's see how well you know Noah. All right. So you're at five points right now. All right. Well, what is what is Taps five? I, I
1: thought I was gonna be like the easiest. Oh, oh, honestly, oh, 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 sorry. I'm sorry.
4: Tap's top five that he gave me earlier was. And these are Const-
1: in no order. Okay.
4: Constantine. What? I should have said, dang! Oh, oh my gosh!
1: Constantine.
4: Batman. Okay. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, really?
1: Oh, yeah. I've been a big Spider-Man fan since I was a kid.
3: Flash. Okay. And Moon Knight. Ah, Moon Knight.
1: Come on. You know I love some Moon Knight.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's right.
1: I missed one of yours, too, so don't feel bad. It's like an obvious one of yours that I should (laughs) have known.
4: Yeah. All right. And let's go into Nova. What do
3: you think Nova's top five are? Okay. So, Batman. Yep. Okay. Uh, Sandman. No. Okay. Uh, Nova. Nope. No. Oh, what? That's so weird. Okay. I said it before. I'd change my name if I could. Okay, that's three now. That's That's three now. Okay. Um. I want to say one, but I don't know. Um go with your gut boy. Superman. Correct. Okay. Really?
1: <laughs>
3: wow. Um and my last one for Nova.
2: You won't get it. I know he won't.
3: Man-o- uh, Manowar? Exo Manowar? No. Okay.
4: All right. Close. So Nova's top 5 are Swamp Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Superman. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight,
1: Moon Knight, Moon Knight.
3: Really.
4: Batman, okay, and this one I knew Booster Gold.
3: Yeah, booster really, you put Gold. Booster, on booster there? Gold over Nova? Yes, yeah, star- he's top
1: greatest star I've ever heard
3: of.
1: Okay, okay, I'm surprised you didn't put Green Lantern
2: <laughs> in there. I know. Or Nightwing. Top five, top five. You gotta, you Green know, you gotta Lantern, trim the fat.
1: Green, Green Lantern and Nightwing, though. See, I never would have guessed Superman. Is Superman new for you because of the rebirth? Oh,
2: (laughs) I've always liked Superman. Superman. Yeah, I've I've always been like the one... I've been the one person in a room just like, Oh, Superman's cool. What do you guys mean you hate him? Like, why do you you hate him? Tell me why. Give me a good reason. Never got one.
1: I'm glad I got Swamp Thing, though. All
2: right, so... So,
4: Top five.
1: Yeah, what were wrestling? Happen to be... Silver Surfer. Which y'all got. Yes.
4: Moralot, which y'all got.
1: I missed that one. That's the one I should have gotten and I missed.
4: Cable, which you guys got.
1: I got that
4: one, yeah. Uh, but the ones you guys missed were Jean Grey.
1: I could see that. And
4: Spawn. What? I like oh. Spawn. Since when? Super cool. All right, Since, always. Since I was a kid. Oh. Alright, so Rusty got five, five points on that round, which gave... Nova and Tap, a tie. Jeez. We
1: need to have more conversations, gentlemen. I don't feel like we know each other. <laughs> how did I get five
3: points? I should have got way more points. How did that well, point
1: well, system I, work?
2: I mean, Tap's been drooling over Superman now, and I guessed that, and I was wrong.
1: Yeah, no, Superman's not one of my faves. He's, See, that's yeah, what that's, I
2: thought, too. Been You've been a, talking about
3: how great he was for like the past a three, weeks though, that's now. Why. Yeah, three
2: weeks. Yeah, it's You're only been about three weeks. all
1: time yeah. superheroes.
3: What about Kyle Rayner, though? How was it not Kyle Rayner when he used to talk about how wow?
1: I, he's up there not tough top five. like like Nova said, when it comes to Green Lantern you gotta trim the fat. Like that's <laughs> what I
2: to do. Yeah, you're like judging me over here, Mr. Yeah. High and Mighty. You hope Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, I, mean,
4: I guess we all need to get to know each other a little bit more. I mean, come on, you know, I'm just sitting here nothing but a fedora, and, you know, I guess we need to get a little closer.
1: Yeah. I, I am surprised at, because like I said Spider-Man for Red is one, because he used to collect yeah, every single amazing Spider-Man. See, yeah.
3: I almost said that about X-Men, too, because he used to have, like, every yeah, X-Men. when yeah. he came
1: to X-Men, that was just something he collected. Like, I knew, like, it wasn't really something he cared that much about. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, a top for him. So, but Spider-Man was always, like, a big thing for him. So yeah. I was like, "It's gotta be Spider-Man!" I can't believe I didn't get that. And then Nova, I got—I never knew Superman was yours, buddy. I knew you All loved sorts. Swamp Thing. Now, if we could name off like some of our favorite comics that are not superheroes, yeah. then I—but yeah, no, I, I'm surprised. I did not know Superman. I love Big Blue. And yeah. Rusty, I should have gotten Adam Warlock, man. I knew better. And Oh, you know what I did guess, though, instead of Adam Warlock? And I did this strictly what? for the humor? Hyperion. <laughs> <No>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's cool, but not one of my faves.
1: I just said it for the humor.
4: All right, so as it stands, as I look over my notes here, and Nova has seven points, Tap has seven points, and Rusty has seven points. We got a
3: three-way tie.
4: So, the question is, is, what are we going to do to break this three-way tie? What could be fun? What could be exciting? What could the, the listeners get involved in with it? Well, I got just the answer, you guys. And you're, I love it. It's it's devilishly red school of me. Remember I asked you guys earlier to download a small little app called Musical.ly?
1: I do. Yeah. I, and I did.
4: And you did? Well, this is what you're going to do. Your guys are going to tonight put together a nice short little musically each one of you and we'll be our listeners will be the ones to put out a vote on the ones that they like the most whoever likes that one the most will be the tiebreaker so everybody go on there we'll have our everybody can check out um, uh, musically at four guys in a comic all right and we'll also once everybody posts them will automatically go to our twitter feed and you can take take a look at Red Skull dancing to uh, Right Said Fred. You know, because I'm just too sexy for my shirt. You know. <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta just kind of see what Rusty and Nova and Tap will come in. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see Bat Tap come out
1: of this. Well, I just have that feeling. You most definitely will be. Right. You
4: know, and uh, if you don't like Right Said Fred, I'm also doing a little uh, uh, dance to um, Symphony for the Devil. For those of you stone addicts out there. So we'll see what the Rusty know, and tap can come up with, and you no, guys check absolutely. it out.
1: No, I've like, never tap. used this app. Is it idiot-proof? Like, I've never... Yes. Alright. If you have problems? Cool-proof.
4: just, uh, just uh, text me, PM me, and uh, I'll help walk you through it. Alright.
1: All right.
4: And we're going to follow up uh, with this on our next podcast to let everybody know who had the most votes. Alright, well that being said, it's probably time to wrap things up.
2: Yes, we can do that. I guess, yeah, and we'll wrap and it up.
4: Us. And I think it's—you know—I really do think it's probably to, time to get on the phone and uh, give a call to Jeremy Hahn.
2: Just before, just before we go, can we do one thing? What's that? Can we have Rusty give his little Hyperion spiel? Because i would like <laughs> a nice little, a quick laugh before we go.
3: Okay, so Hyperion. <laughs> Fought the Carnies, found Thundra. He He fought the Carnies.
2: He, he <laughs> fought know, the it
3: Carnies. Like he said <laughs> okay. else, it? Okay. No, he fought the Carnies. <laughs> oh, he beat them. They're in a little piece of rubble. And then the next issue starts with the doll trying to set him up with speed dating. And then you see Hyperion go on a few dates and it doesn't work out and it's not what he wants. And then all of a sudden, Thundra comes and ties him up and wheels him in and is like, you're all I ever wanted from Squadron Supreme. And then they have a romantic explicit moment and then it goes into a little bit too much detail about it and then afterwards uh we find out that one of the carnies is not dead and so we are going to continue to see an immortal carny come back to life and fight no. hyperion
1: Death by oh, oh, <laughs> oh.
3: so uh, just when you thought the carnies were gone one emerges from the rebel charred and singed but back again okay i think i think tap asked this next time
2: maybe it wasn't about the series but i think tap asked if like this was supposed to be a joke series didn't you No, it, it,
1: it seems yeah, kind of serious he's speed go. dating he uh, maybe it's just the way Rusty explains it to us it comes in <laughs> it comes, like, I, watch, yeah like, we go through and read it and we're like Dude, this is, like, one of the deepest books ever. <laughs> like, it's it's, not, it's yeah. not really that
3: deep, but, I mean, it's a different take on a really powerful character. I kind of feel like it's almost the same situation right now with Dan Slot and Silver Surfer, where Silver Surfer's, like, locked to Earth and reliving how to live on Earth again, where Hyperion's kind of locked to Earth and learning how to get along in the real world but again.
1: he's uh, fighting carnies and speed dating and... Immortal
2: uh, carnies? Yeah. There's an immortal Carney. Is this like
1: yeah. a Deadpool? Is it, okay. Is this is this like Deadpool? You know how Deadpool is kind of a jokey, jokey book. Is it is it Deadpoolish? Not at
2: all. Not at all. Not at all. And it's it's funny because one of our listeners mentioned earlier this week, and I'd forgotten about it. That in Squadron Supreme, Hyperion actually ripped off Namor's head.
3: Yes. And now he's struggling with the carnies, so yeah. well, not really <laughs> one plus one equals he's window. justifying if he should actually fight the carnies and help the little people. Um, I think it's more of a conflict within himself to be like, hey, should this be what I'm doing or should I solve bigger problems? Or should I, I do it? actual
2: things? Yeah.
3: So,
4: I wonder, yeah. do these carnies have like nunchuck cotton candy sticks yeah. or something like that? <laughs> what was <laughs> – <laughs> they like each have individuals,
3: like, inhumans. It's kind of interesting. What threat did they pose? Were they actually being bad
2: people, or was he just like, I can I'll fight these carnies, I guess, while I'm here? Uh,
3: well, uh, it, come to find out that the lead carny was the dad of Doll, and Dahl never told Hyperion until the very end, so he kind of right. had the idea that she was maybe kidnapped or something, when really it was just she was the daughter the whole time. So, honestly, he got involved for no reason, and... It was all Doll's fault, but... Now they're friends, and Doll is really the kind of comic relief in it. Like I said, she was the one doing most of the speaking, and even though she wasn't really much in this issue, she kind of set up the plot for the issue and the ongoing that's going to be happening. And uh, the, when I say that with the speed dating, and the explicit thing, it was a little risque for Marvel, just because Doll was like, "Yeah, you need to go get some. You need to go and you know oh, find wow. someone. Yeah, like it was like straight was he up.
2: on, like Tinder and stuff. Was he <laughs> swiping
3: right." He in the issues like there's all these apps where you can just swipe right and find some you know what I mean and they kept saying find some get some you know what I mean it wasn't like a romantic interest it was let's get Hyperion laid kind of thing dangerous though Yeah, and um, that was the thing they were like well Tinder and that that's not really personal and we want to make this more personal for you because I don't think that you're going to have much personality anyway so let's put you in a real world situation where you're forced to talk to people face to face
4: I have one question I I just dying to ask so does, is there like any special car that can pull like a sword out of his mouth type of thing to bring it out?
3: No, they didn't have anything like that. They had a guy that was made out of worms. They had a guy that could was kind of like Purple Man, oh, where he could. Oh yeah, end-
1: Oogie Boogie! How could we forget uh, Oogie Boogie Carney? Uh, yeah,
3: they had one that could stretch, kind of like Mister Fantastic, a little bit. And then are they are you also-
1: sure this isn't a joke book? Yeah, no joke.
3: It's no joke book. It's- <laughs> It's, it I'm has sorry. to be.
1: Doll sounds like Hydra Bob, okay? <laughs> 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 you, like, some of
3: the tone to it, especially in this most recent issue, just because Hyperion's kind of brutal about it. Like, he finds a different Carney that got away that was just not a part of it to begin with, and he's like, look, do you really want me to just rip your head off? Like, I'd, And he mentions the Namer thing, and... um It's like just brutal and thunder is like, yeah, you know, we could just squeeze your head to a pulp and just squish it and watch your, you know, and it's really detailed. And some of the like the the atmosphere to it almost reminds me kind of like a old spawn image kind of titled where it's dark in a lot of places and it's really gritty with detail but at the same time the plot is you're fighting carnies that are like inhumans.
4: It sounds like you know kind of like a a Marvel meets uh what is what is that TV show uh American Horror uh
1: (laughs) you know (laughs) what I'm talking about Mad TV so Rusty there's a part of me that wants to go back and read Hyperion just to read it for myself because you've got me sold but at the same time I'm not gonna lie I think I can speak for all of us when I say I'm terrified to go back and read this because I feel like your version is never, like, the real version is it's never going, going to top up. your version. <laughs> yeah. I feel like your version yeah. is always going to be the best version, so I almost don't want to read it because I You're like being read, told yeah. what it is by you.
2: You're going to read it and be like, well, this is actually not too bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're
3: going to start getting interested in it and be like, oh, okay.
2: no. The, yeah, the concern is that I'm actually going to read it before you tell us about it. And, and then you're it's gonna just over. About and it, then
1: he starts telling us about it, and then you're like, no, 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 that's not what happened at all. Yeah. Oh.
2: And now now we're motivating you to sort of keep reading the series as well, which is pretty just – it's just fun.
3: It's interesting. I'm telling you, I, it's, the, the, it's not what you ex- would expect from Marvel, especially with, like, a Superman-like character. Think right. of, like, Superman if he did not care about killing people.
2: It, it's that's funny because – it's funny cuz if it sounds like something the way you explain these things it's like something that would happen in like the Harley Quinn book right almost yeah. Tap, almost like, Harley Quinn number 1 where there's like the the alien that people start eating and they start becoming zombies like yes. I could just imagine yes. that's the next hyperion arc <laughs>
3: no we're gonna see special appearance from uh deadpool soon but no i will say this okay there's not gonna be deadpool coming up soon but the end of the latest issue um did feature someone from the avengers showing up at the front door, looking for Hyperion, but they found Doll. And um, while he was off with Thunder, looking for Carnies, and um, it's gonna tie into Civil War next issue. And uh, the f- cover of the next issue actually has like Hyperion, like smashing, yeah, like Iron Man, Tony that... Stark. Yeah, yeah, Iron Man. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna see a confrontation between Hyperion and Iron Man before we see Carnies again. I'm assuming. I, I can't wait for your telling. Yeah, exactly. And
1: this is Tony Stark Iron Man I think we've already discussed this last week <laughs> yeah. Tony Stark yeah. Iron Man not Little Girl Iron Man
3: You got that right It is Tony Stark um, and full swing looking for Hyperion asking him basically whose side are you on So stay tuned to 4 Guys in a Comic
4: as Rusty gives his rendition of Hyperion <laughs>
0: If Batman taught us anything it's to go hard or go home and once again it's time for us to go Thanks for joining us Four Guys in a Comic are available on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean, so subscribe to us wherever you want. Check out our YouTube channel for some great vidcasts, and remember, folks, lead, follow, or get out of the way, unless you're Batman. Then throw a batarang at anyone foolish enough to question you. Cheers.